This is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony from Golden Years Financial Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin and Michael provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is the Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Michael Anthony. Hello, and welcome back to the Swan Song Financial Show. My name is Kevin Anthony. And I'm Michael Anthony. From Golden Years Financial Advisors. We're thrilled that you're here with us today, and we're looking forward to our topic. Uh, but if you hear information here on the show today that you need uh, more information on, feel free to give us a call at 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-7926. Or visit our website at goldenyears-advisors.com. Uh, on the website, we have a uh, past op- uh, podcast along with a lot of additional information that could be very helpful in your retirement planning. Before we get started today, I'd like to introduce our co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. Uh, I've had a great week. And once again, I appreciate you guys having me on the show. Uh, You know, sometimes they say three's a crowd, but I just like to kick back and and listen. And you guys, I always learn something every episode we do together. So I want to thank you, Michael and Kevin, for that. Uh, but yeah, nothing too exciting this week. Uh, just tr- trying to take it easy and get some things done. How about you guys? Michael, how have you been? I've been great, you know, living the dream every day, every hour. Uh, but I know I can't complain. My father and I are actually going to go on a fishing trip coming up here soon on Saturday. I think we're going to head out and go fishing. So that's pretty exciting. We are originally going to head up to Canada to do some fishing, but with everything that's going on in this world today, that kind of had to be altered and changed. So yeah. excited to take a couple of days off, relax, and uh, hopefully catch a bunch of fish. Well, I know that Canada is not going to let you two guys near there. Uh, they're not. Let, they're not letting you in right now. Of course, they're not letting any of us in. I guess so. Well, it was going to be questionable with us even before COVID hit. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, you know, and I think like most people, uh, right now, I'm trying to do my work, keep an eye on the ones I care about, and and you know, I have been following the news, but uh, like a lot of people out there, I want to do. You know, we all want to do our part to get through this whole COVID nineteen pandemic thing. Uh, but I'm also eager to return to some degree of normalcy. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And, and so I think you guys have picked a good topic that our listeners are going to be interested in. And it's really applicable to right now because of the situation we're in. So I- I'm looking forward to this. How about we start with the basics? We're talking about Roth IRAs. First of all, what is a Roth? So we're all on the same page there. Yeah. So we can dive into this a little bit and we're going to dive into it deeper and deeper, but it's kind of best to start with the basics, Tony. Um, So as we always do, we look up a lot of different articles and I think Investopedia is a fantastic site to find articles. I highly recommend it. Uh, So please check this out if you're interested in it or give us a call if you want more information, of course, but they have an article that you can just type in. It's called Roth IRAs, the complete guide. So a lot of what we're going to be hitting on, you can find there as well. A Roth IRA is a tax advantage retirement savings account. 
and that allows you to withdraw money tax-free. And that's one of the really large benefits of a Roth IRA. And as far as the investment options within the retirement account, they're super similar to what a traditional IRA is. The biggest difference between the two is how they are taxed. Roth IRAs are funded with after-tax dollars. So that means when you put the funds in there, they are taxed in that year. So those contributions aren't tax deductible, but when you pull them out, they are tax free at that point in time. And on the flip side, when we're talking about traditional IRAs, when you deposit funds into that, you're using pre-tax dollars and that's why those are tax deductible. But when you pull funds out of that, they're actually going to be taxable withdrawals. So that's the biggest difference between those two styles of IRAs. Okay, that helps. So a Roth IRA is essentially a retirement account where you've already paid taxes on the money that's flowing in that you're putting into the account, which means you don't have to pay taxes on the money or your gains as it comes out of the account. Uh, That sounds good to me. What are some of the other basic building blocks of a Roth IRA? Yeah, Tony, uh, you know, for our listeners today, I I think it's easy and uh, to simply remember that Roth IRAs are probably best positioned to help those who think that their taxes are going to be higher in retirement than they are at a present time. Um, It's really critical to note that you uh, can't contribute to a Roth IRA if you're making too much money. Uh, Just sort of give you an idea of some of these uh, sort of the innuendos again of contributions to Roth IRAs. So if you're a single person, uh, you're limited out at $139,000. And if you're married, you're limited out at two hundred and six. And what I mean by limited out is that you're con- you're not able to make a contribution to a Roth IRA. And uh, in, in essence, there's also, in case you are above those limits, you may want to consider talking to us. There is another um, uh, part of the tax code that allows you to do what the IRS calls a backdoor Roth. And it's an interesting way they put it. That is what they call it, a backdoor Roth, where you actually contribute to a traditional IRA and then we convert it to a Roth IRA. So even if you are over those limits, there is still an opportunity to end up with a Roth IRA by doing what they could consider a backdoor Roth. So that's some of the basics. The other part of some of the basics of contributions is if you're under 50 years old, your contribution limit is $6,000. And if you're above 50 years old, your contribution limit is $7,000. It's called a catch-up basis. Oh, okay. Well, that's handy if you're over 50. You can put more money in. Uh, There are limits, though. It's good to know about that. And so far, it seems from what you're saying, Roth IRAs are a lot like other retirement income products that are out there in some ways, but I'm guessing there's probably some key differences, right? You're absolutely right, Tony. Absolutely, or else we wouldn't have dedicated this show to it today. (laughs) You know, there's always into windows when it comes to the finance world, and, you know, Roth IRAs are definitely different than other retirement accounts. So, however, though, like many other retirement accounts, the money that is dedicated to a Roth IRA grows tax-free. And that's why it can be very beneficial to certain individuals. So a Roth is a little less restrictive in some ways, and contributions can continue at any age as long as the account holder has made income equal to or greater than the contribution for that year. Um, the account holder can also maintain their Roth IRA indefinitely, because there's no required minimum distributions, unlike 401ks and traditional IRAs. 
Right. So how are Roth IRAs funded then? Hey, Tony, there's a number of different ways that uh, Roth IRAs could be funded, uh, including just your regular contribution. Start up a, a Roth IRA account, make a regular contribution to that. You can set up a spousal IRA, make contributions for that. There's also rollover contributions, conversions, and transfers. We're going to touch base on a few of those things. And you can actually make a contribution in some 401k plans uh, where the employer would allow you to make a 401k Roth contribution. And Roth contributions can be funded in a number of different ways as far as investments go. Um, They could be mutual funds, stocks, bonds, uh, annuities, exchange-traded funds, uh, CDs, money market accounts, a lot of different vehicles out there that you can actually fund the Roth IRA with. Wow. Okay. So I feel like I'm getting, uh, I'm rapid firing these questions at you and you're giving me a lot of information, (laughs) but I am really interested in this. How does a person go about opening a Roth IRA or getting one going? Yeah, that's an extremely important question, right? You have to have that answer to be able to actually have one. So great question, Tony. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, So it's pretty simple, honestly. A Roth IRA has to be established with an institution that has received permission from the IRS to offer them, period. That's that. So these generally include banks, uh, brokerage companies, federally insured credit unions and savings and loans associations. Uh, But most people open open up their IRAs with brokerage firms or insurance companies. Um, So a Roth IRA can be established actually at any point in time, but contributions for a tax year have to be made by the IRA owner's tax filing deadline. Um, So other than this year, normally speaking, that's right around April 15th of the following year. So you are able to contribute to a Roth up to that date at that point in time. However, if we're going to talk about Roth conversions, which is something we'll hit on a little bit, uh, as my father mentioned before, those have to be done by the year end for a Roth conversion. So Roth contribution up to tax filing deadline for that previous year, Roth conversion, the end of that year. And when you establish a Roth IRA, you'll be given an IRA disclosure statement and an IRA adoption agreement and plan document at that point in time. Yeah, I've heard about that. And as I recall, they provide the IRA owner with a rundown of all the rules and regs for the account, but they also spell out the agreement between uh, yourself and the IRA's custodian or trustee, right? Yeah, Tony, that is that is exactly right. Uh, you know, everything has to be in place with the right disclosure statements, with the right agreements to take care of uh, the advantages of the Roth IRA uh, in according to the IRS guidelines. And you know, our, our, our listeners should also realize that they might want to take a look at you know interviewing uh, different representatives that offer uh, IRAs, Roth IRAs, and sort of look at those Uh, investment listing of options and what those uh, different organizations can offer uh, to the investor themselves. And if I were to throw it out there, I would say you want to look for a representative that's going to act in a fiduciary responsibility, uh, always keeping your client best interest first and foremost, and uh, working with an independent financial advisor that has a broad spectrum of different investment styles and types that they're able to help you provide exactly what you're going to need for your particular situation. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And obviously, that's what you guys do is as independent advisors, 
you can look at a, a number of different companies and options and go through all that and, and find the one that best suits your client's particular situation. Uh, because there, like you say, there's a lot of options and that's why you need to work with a financial professional, especially a trusted independent uh, fiduciary who can help folks with that. Um, now, our time is just about up for this first segment. We should take a quick break and you can let our listeners know maybe how they can get a hold of you. Yeah, absolutely. And again, thanks everyone for joining us today. Uh, Roth IRAs can be an extremely important piece of a broader financial strategy. Um, so please feel free to reach out with us if that's something that you might be interested in discussing. You can reach us at 574-968-SWAN. That's 574-968-7926. Or go to our website at goldenyears-advisors.com. All right. Well, thanks for that, Michael. And, you know, we've been talking about uh, Roth IRAs, looking under the hood, so to speak, so our listeners can better decide if they're going to be, these could be maybe an effective part of their overall financial strategy. And I know I'm thinking more about what a Roth IRA could do for my retirement pocketbook. I think it's a great option. Uh, But tell us a little bit more about qualified distributions from a Roth IRA. I always hear about that qualified distributions from my IRA. Uh, how does that uh, handled with a Roth? Yeah, Tony, I mean, it's, it's always important of how we fund them and the rules that go for funding, but we fund these particular investments for like what you're talking about. Now let's talk about distribution and retirement and uh, you know achieving some of the things why we saved for. So really super important to know how distribution works. And Roth IRAs uh, have a couple really nice uh, uh, areas to them as far as it comes down to distributions. And one of the things, uh, and again, a distribution is in a withdrawal when we're talking about taking money out. So let's just get back to basics on that too. And you want to make sure that you take your money out of things uh, like a Roth IRA without a penalty uh, or minimizing any kind of taxation. And we're going to talk a little bit about taxation come up. Now you can always take out your principal. That's the amount of money that you actually put into it. If you put $10,000 into an account on a Roth IRA, you can always take that distribution out. It's not considered taxable income and is not subject to a penalty no matter what your age is or how long the money that has been that's been in the account. And that's really important again. Again, you can take your principal out at any time and it, there's no penalty for taking that principal out no matter what your age is. Wow. I mean, that sounds great. And in, in fact, you could sound say it sounds too great or too good to be true. Is there a but in there somewhere? <laughs> That's a great question, Tony. <laughs> of course, there's a but in there. Absolutely. Nothing's that nice. Um, so let, let me let me explain what the but is uh, for the distribution of an account like a Roth IRA. So again, a Roth IRA, you put the funds in after tax and then earnings grow tax free. In order to be able to have that benefit, that account has to be open for at least five years after the Roth IRA owner established and began to fund that Roth IRA. So that's a rule that most people kind of forget about or overlook, but it has to exist for five years. And then on top of that, there's a couple other rules in order to be able to distribute these funds without any penalty whatsoever. So I'm just going to run through them real quick. The Roth IRA holder must be at least 59 and a half at the moment of distribution. The 
the distributed assets must be used for the purchase, build, or rebuild of a first home for a Roth IRA holder or one of their family members. The distribution is necessary because the Roth IRA holder has become disabled. And then, of course, if it's distributed to a beneficiary after the Roth IRA holder's death, there's no penalty on that either. And those those rules will allow there to be a qualified distribution. Sure. And so they, the, if it, if, uh, if a distribution occurs under one of those conditions, uh, there's no penalty is what you're saying. So that's, that's good to know. Uh, but there is always a catch. And, and I know that with, as with most retirement accounts, they have the age, uh, qualification there. You have to be 59 and a half uh, to take distributions. And I think it's that way with pretty much any uh, tax-related retirement account like IRAs or 401ks. Um, one thing I'm curious about, though, and I bet a lot of our listeners are as well, are some of the things that you can use to determine whether or not you want to choose a Roth IRA or a traditional IRA. Uh, break down that difference for us a bit. Yeah, I sure can, Tony. And, and again, just to recap a little bit on that distribution, one of the big differences between the traditional IRA and the Roth IRA is that you can, prior to age 59 and a half, take your principal out without any penalty. And Michael was going down through that list of here's the qualifications. He's talking about the qualifications of taking out the uh, accumulation. Again, principal can be taken out at any time, no matter what the age is. And that's a big difference. So I just want to make sure people hear out there too. But let me ask, answer your question a little bit. Uh, what you're talking about here is the real distinction that you're talking about between a traditional IRA and a Roth IRA is taxes. One of our favorite subjects, uh, like we always say, there's two different tax codes out there, one for the informed and one for the ill-informed. <laughs> <laughs> so again, the choice between a Roth and a traditional IRA is going to come down to what a person feels like their taxes are going to be primarily in retirement when distributions take take place. So people in a higher tax bracket when they retire are really likely to find that a Roth IRA it's going to be very beneficial because the amount of taxes that are minimized in retirement as opposed to income taxes paid during the present time. And so primarily I want to speak to the younger and the younger, maybe lower income workers that you've got a ton to gain from a Roth IRA. Okay. When it comes to taking a look at your current tax rate versus what you think the future tax rates are going to be. And I want to say it that way, what you think they're going to be, because we know this much tax laws change and they will continue to change. So making that right decision really is dependent upon each person's unique situation. Wow. Uh, yeah, I can, I can bet. And I, I agree with that. And certainly by beginning to save with an IRA early on, investors are going to see a greater benefit from all that compounding interest. That's the thing we all want and care about. Uh, because the initial investments and its earnings are reinvested and can produce more earnings, uh, which are then reinvested and so on and so forth. I, that's what I love about these types of accounts. Yeah, Tony, the, the whole issue of compounding interest can really make a huge difference. And it, compounding interest for me at my age is a little different than Michael at his age. So again, younger folks, listen up. Compounding interest makes a huge difference. And when it comes to compounding interest combined with the impact of taxes and potential tax 
future increases or higher tax brackets, which could be quite the reality, you've really got to look at what that net benefit is going to be to you. And if I may, I, I ran a quick example. If you don't mind, I'm going to give you a quick example, Tony. Is that okay? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's take a look at a person sort of mid-range here. Let's say age 40, okay? Uh, mid-range between, say, Michael and myself, all right? And, <laughs> and let's say that this person puts in $6,000 a year into a Roth IRA, okay? And they accumulate at 7%. Again, quick disclosure, no guarantees. No, we're not implying anything particular, just mathematical equations. 7% return, and they contribute for 25 years. In other words, up to age 65. Okay, the value of that account First of all, they've put $150,000 into that account, principal. That account at those assumptions worth $380,000. $380,000. Tax-free funds. Those are tax-free funds. If it's in a Roth IRA, that $380,000 is tax-free funds, okay? Now, just for fun, let's say they discontinued putting in at age 65, contributions into that Roth IRA, but decided they didn't want to take an income out till say age 75, 10 years later, that $380,000 with those assumptions grows to $750,000. That's $600,000 worth of gains with $150,000 of principal. And so what people may be thinking is, well, I can put $6,000 into a deductible IRA a total $6,000 a year and take my deduction, deduction, my taxes, I would challenge you to consider the difference between that $6,000 that's deductible and $600,000 of gains that are not going to be taxable. It's a big difference. Compounding of interest is huge difference. Oh yeah. Compounding interest is literally the eighth wonder of the world without a <laughs> doubt. And then even to add on top of that, it's important to have different styles of funds. We have we want our money to be in different styles of buckets. So we have qualified funds that have not been taxed yet that are going to be taxed upon distribution, Roth IRAs that we know if we have to pull out of there, they're going to be tax free. You know, and it's important to be able to manage taxes knowing that we have different options because there are different strategies in different tax brackets and in different economies where pulling out funds from, you know, a qualified bucket instead of a tax-free bucket might make sense and vice versa. So this is when it becomes really important is having those options. You bet. Yeah. And you know what? We only have a couple of minutes left. So I know that based on what you just said, uh, Michael and Kevin, right now we're in a period of low taxation, but with everything that's been going on, we, we know that more than likely taxes will go up in the future. So now might be a good time to convert to uh, the tax-free option like a Roth, right? Yeah, definitely, Tony. There's no question about it. If you know, We don't have the crystal ball, but uh, we're looking at taxation, and we're, we'll dedicate a whole show to taxation uh, and uh, you know potential increases. But a conversion to a Roth IRA could be a very, very good move right now. First of all, you want to look at your tax brackets, how much room you have in your tax brackets. What I mean by that is where those tax brackets change to the next tax brackets. 
bracket, you may have ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars before that happens. Okay, it's a good time to consider potentially taking a Roth uh, conversion, pay taxes on the Roth conversion, and not going into that next tax bracket. Another area for conversion, if I'm just going to throw it out there real quick, as I know we're wrapping up on our time, is if you have a 401k, a Roth 401k. Uh, one of the little things known about that is if you keep that into retirement, you do have a required minimum distribution that you have to take on a Roth 401k. So it may be worthy, even if you have a Roth 401k, converting it to a Roth IRA. That way there's no required minimum distribution. But when you look at your taxes, you look at the funds that you have, again, minimizing taxation is what most people want to do. Unfortunately, most people maximize it. And again, we're going to come back to working with a qualified financial advisor that knows taxations and knows how to integrate that into your strategies for retirement. All right. And how can our listeners get a hold of you guys to set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation? Well, Tony, you know, we can all, they can always call us at 574-968-SWAN, and that stands for Sleep Well at Night. That's 574-968-7926, or visit our website. You can email us off there, but our website is goldenyears-advisors.com. Our shows are on there. You can communicate with us. If you want to hear something else on a show that's down here in the future, just let us know and we'll uh, get that topic up and uh, have some uh, good discussion on that too. Please give us a call. We welcome the call and we appreciate your time today, Tony. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Swan Song Financial Show with Kevin and Mike. Thank you for listening to the Swan Song Financial Show. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Kevin and Michael Anthony at Golden Years Financial Advisors. Call 574-968-7926 or visit them online at goldenyears-advisors.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Indiana. Insurance products and services are offered through Golden Years Planning Services, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services affiliated companies. Kevin Anthony, Michael Anthony, Golden Years Financial Advisors, Inc. and Anthony Financial Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.